Hi, welcome to Suplex to Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth in its first 2019 episode. Hooray! We're back, How's it baby. Going? We're back, and it feels good. It's exciting. Uh, we had the we we didn't have to take a break, but you know if you if you go back and look, a lot of other podcasts take a a small break around the holiday time, and so we figured we would too. You know, give us time to play new games and also uh, just you know regroup and get more energy for the new year. Yeah, if you don't like it, you can shove it. But yeah. you don't like it, you love it. <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it was really nice to spend a lot of the holidays with uh, Marianne and Seth's uh, family and my own family, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was fun. It was a good good Christmas. It was. Um, can't can't complain. So, with that. We got to get into um, some of the cool things we experienced over this break. Yeah, uh, you guys didn't. You guys didn't get to hear me and Seth talk about how much we loved Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, oh it was so good. That happened. We had a heck of a 2018 for Spider-Man. Oh, I really mean, crazy, honestly. One of the best video games, uh, in some people's opinion, the best video game of last year, mm-hmm. and. Probably one of the best movies of last year, in yeah. my opinion. Certainly, the so. best Spider-Man movie was Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, it's, uh, it's funny that that happened. You know, Peter Parker died in two movies this year, which is kind of weird. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> geez, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't quite think of that, but yeah, definitely did. Well, uh, maybe died. So definitely in the Soul Stone, but we'll see. I think see what happens. In that I mean, one. he's getting a new movie, so he's not going to be dead for long. Yeah. So with that, we we also played some. We played some games together. We played Smash, and I think we might have played. We played you the new Jackbox Party Pack Five. We did. That was fun. that was that was really fun. There's a shark tank game on there that if you have some creative friends or even some uncreative friends <laughs> you can really get some gold out of them with that game yeah so it, it was it's it's a really fun little game where you can uh pitch your ideas to each other based on prompts that other people make up regardless of how ridiculous they are so that was that was a really fun group moment the Jackbox Party Pack 5, in my opinion, really redeemed itself after the travesty uh, of what Jackbox Party Pack 4 was. So, but. Yeah, it was really fun playing with all the yabbers. Yeah, all the yabbies. We, we had a good time. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, a game I played. I bought it on Black Friday, and I did not... You know it's been sitting there staring at me because it's really easy to stare at me because it's got a giant ship attached to the controller. But I played Starlink, finally, um, even though I've been putting it off. And let me tell you what, Seth, that game is pretty fun. Yeah? It's it's definitely a um, No Man's Sky-like game. I definitely appreciate it more because right away it hits you with some story, even though it's basic, and it asks something of you. It asks you to do something. So it gives you quests, etc., instead of just sending you out to this, you know, kind of universe with nothing to accomplish. And in a video game, I'm really driven by um, a video game's, like, ask of me. Like, it, it has to give me something to do. I'm not very self-motivated that's why i don't think i i really attach to minecraft or stuff like no man's sky etc because they they don't really give you a directive yeah so they are they're they're for there are a certain there are certain people who have can have a lot of fun in those type of games but for for other people it's just you know it's nothing yeah 
It's it's why, you know, honestly, I've even gone in and tried, but the, the Fortnite creative mode hasn't grabbed me either. I I definitely tried. It's interesting, but it just doesn't do anything right. for me. It's, yeah, um, it's not it's it's not it becomes less of a traditional game and more is I don't know, like playing with Legos. Yeah, exactly. And even then Legos have instructions that give you <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and, and I, it's different when it's tactile also. But yeah. yeah. So um, other than, than Starlink, which I do have to say, uh, I would probably recommend, unless you're a big fan of Star Fox like me and Seth, uh, probably buy the digital version, the digital deluxe, because it comes with all of the weapons and ships, and you can just sh- switch them out digitally instead of on the stand. Yeah. And... That but, way I mean, not... that R-Wing does look amazing. Oh, yeah, it looks so good. And it does not light up as much as I wanted it to, which is fine. I didn't know but that it lit up at all. The the engine uh, glows blue when you are playing the game, mm. which is kind of neat, but yeah, it's not cool. very bright. So, But, yeah, it's it's a good game, and... It's you get all the pilots and all the ships and stuff if you buy the digital deluxe version. So do that because it's constantly going on sale now, and um, that's how I'd recommend it. Because not that I'm bored with it, but I do only have three different types of guns, and the only reason I have three different types of guns is because I have the R wing one. Yeah, which the R wing comes with the lasers if you don't attach the the game's guns to it so that's the only reason i even have a third type so it's it's definitely an interesting game and i'm having fun with it and it it is kind of nice you know to play another flight game because uh i can't remember the last game i've played with flight in it really that i actually cared yeah um Maybe, may I did enjoy flying in Battle Star Wars Battlefront One, the one that EA made. Mm-hmm. But other than that one, it it really hasn't grabbed me. So it's kind of fun to play a game like that again. Let's see. I also played more Pokemon, but I'm not close to beating that. And I've determined that I will beat it, but I've been taking it in bite-sized chunks because I think they, and I've been meaning to look this up. I think they've added too many trainer battles to it. <laughs> and it's kind of uh, bothering me with how much uh, the game is broken up by these trainer battles. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of um, ruining the flow of it, in my opinion. And they probably added all these trainer battles because they took away Pokemon battles. But it yeah. is... It's also annoying because there is a mechanic in the game for Pokemon battles. I found this out, Seth. I can't remember if I told you, but it baffled me. So so I went up to Snorlax, played the flute, and then it gave me five minutes to get his health down and catch him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait a second. That's like a Pokemon battle. This is just a Pokemon battle. (laughs) Why is this not every time I run into a Pokemon uh, yeah. But alas, whatever. I I mean, I know why they built this game they, the way they did. I get it. But it's it's kind of baffling to me that this game didn't have two options. Let me play it normal or let me play it the Pokemon Go version. Mm-hmm. There should have been a, a setting in there. It seems like it would have been easy to do. But uh, whatever. <laughs> it's... It's still a good game. Obviously left off of my best of lists last year because it really did not... It grabbed me, but it did not grab me the way I thought it would. Yeah, it did not, so. it did not keep hold of you. Right. Um, and, you know, that's that's about it. I did buy the Spider-Man Season Pass today because I finally got my PS4 back from Zach. And I am excited to play that. So I'll talk about that next week, of course. But... Um, what did, uh, what did you play, Seth? Well, I have been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, thanks to your most generous, uh, letting me borrow it, uh, 
since you have a million other games that you have to get to. Yeah, um, I yeah, getting to my backlog this year is definitely a priority. <laughs> and who knows how you're going to do it with uh, Kingdom Hearts coming out too. I know it's it's going to be rough. Yeah, uh, but I, I've been having a good time. Um, it's basically from what I what I've done so far. It's basically um, Assassin's Creed Origins, but just with like a different coat of paint. Um, gotcha. I still. I still don't see the reason why the game needs a like a gear leveling system. Um like it it still seems superfluous to me for what the Assassin's Creed games are. But then again, you're not even an assassin in this one. Uh you were just tangentially one in the previous game and you're just straight up not one. Um I mean, so, now things may change. I'm still not exactly sure what like the story is about or anything. Um, there's certainly I don't know that there's anyone that I'm. I I haven't gotten to the point that happens in every Assassin's Creed game where you have like the list of people that you are hunting. Um, right, right. So maybe and it's possible it's not even in this game. I don't know. I haven't really read a, a whole lot about the game, but I haven't gotten there yet. So I don't really. I'm just kind of wandering and doing things. I don't really know what the. Uh, what the goal of the game is um but the gameplay is still fun the uh the combat also i don't i know for a long time people complained about how assassin's creed combat was basically non-existent i remember the days of um assassin's creed 2 where all you had to do was wait till the opponent wait till the enemy attacks and press one button and you kill them and like i get why people complain about that um but i i it they've they've moved away from it to like have an actual combat system um and past game like it's been compared to like the arkham games and and the witcher and stuff like that what the stuff that they're trying to do in the game um and i guess it makes sense in this game because you're like a mercenary and you're a spartan and so you should be a good fighter uh but it's still like it's not fun for me the fun stuff for me to do is to sneak around and kill people without them seeing me like all the 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 special abilities that i can use are good and all if i get into a fight but i would just rather not do it um so that's the thing that's and you know i had the same complaint with the with the previous game um that i just don't i don't understand a lot of it has to do with the direction that the franchise is taking with their games which i guess makes them you know more it there's more depth to the games i suppose um but that the that those parts don't really they don't really interest me um the big the big addition was the kind of like dialogue system in this one uh and that's that's cool i've only in, been in like one or two situations where i've been able to go through a branching dialogue tree and have it affect um the actual story that's happening in the game so again i'm i'm pretty early on in the game um i got out of the the opening area, the tutorial area, basically, and now I'm just kind of wandering, trying to figure out what to do. Um, but again, it's it's a fun game to play. Um, I was actually, I was reminded of Watch Dogs earlier today when I was playing, because there are, in, in every Assassin's Creed games, Ubisoft, they set up these, like these these fortresses that you have to go through that have you know, a bunch of enemies and a bunch of objectives that you have to, um, that you have to, to do to like fully complete it. And those to me are the most fun because they, they do, they still have that, that stealth stuff. Um, and it's really condensed and, and refined. And it, and it reminded me of, um, some of the, like the, the infiltration puzzle and camera puzzles in the Watchdog games, how they, they they try to pack like all as much stuff into these games as possible which is neither here nor there but there are these little sections when they when they really work on like a very focused section they they're they're like the best parts of the games um and i wish i don't know the map in this game is enormous i i wish that like i don't i don't know why it has to be that big i wish that they could shrink it down and make make it more like fill it with more meaningful stuff like more of that focus gameplay um 
I mean, because like the exploring the Greek countryside and all of its islands and stunning detail is cool, I suppose. Because um, it definitely looks good, but I don't know. It's this. It's I feel to me that the best parts of the games are like these. The the tight, not necessarily scripted, but um, constricted uh, segments where you have a set amount of things to do and sort of you have you have freedom to do them but it there aren't like infinite possibilities of what you can do um so that's i don't know that's that's my that's where i'm at with these games you know they're they're they are fun there are there are moments where the, the games are like really good but and it's not like there's i'm not saying that there's not a lot of them but for me, I feel like if I, I, I wish the the games could be like more of that, even if it's at the cost of the game being more linear. Um, right. I don't know though. That's that's a problem I've had with the Assassin's Creed games for a while. I just hope in the next one that they that we get a more modern setting because I miss like the actual cities and buildings and climbing up that stuff. Because like the so- the ancient world is cool. And and I, and I, and it's cool that it gives them opportunities to like, since these are these are places where they they don't exist now and there aren't a lot of records of the way they looked. The designers can basically it gives them kind of free reign to create what they want it to look like, which is cool. Um, like on the first island, there's this this huge statue of Zeus that, un, it, it, from what I looked, it appeared to have never existed. Um, but also, you know, but they, but they there's there was no there's no records of it, so it could have existed, um, and so that, that's cool. But yeah, um, yeah, that's about it for Assassin's Creed for me. Hopefully, I, I also haven't gotten to got to see a, a lot of the um, the modern day stuff with the precursors. So I'm hoping. I, I know I read that that stuff is in in the game, and it's and it's a lot cooler and and um, more thought out than in the previous game. So I'm excited for that. But I'm having a good time. Uh, we'll so see. I, we'll see. I need to know something. Tell me. I need to know if you played as Alexios or Cassandra. Oh, I played as Cassandra. Obviously, oh, so you, you made the right choice. Yeah. I mean, from from all the reviews that I've read, you made the right choice. Yeah. I wasn't really interested in Alexios. And how do you feel about the Spartan kick? It's which I heard was a pretty fun mechanic. I mean, it's fun, but the problem is. You basically have to get someone like that is completely unaware that you're going to do it. Like I, there was this this moment when I was playing earlier, where I was a bunch of these enemies were were I was in one of these like fortress areas. I mean, it wasn't right. really a fortress, but it was one of these like areas with a bunch of enemies that you have to sneak around. And there was this big cliff on one side of it. And so I kept trying to, like, lure enemies over there just so I could Spartan kick them off the cliff. Um, and it's it's so hard to do it when they know that you're trying to do it. Um, now, I am playing on the hardest difficulty. So that may be, you know, part of it for me. Um, but it, when I get it to work, it is fun to use. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I've seen some funny clips of that, so I, I just needed to know. Yeah, it's pretty. It's that. it's pretty good. Um, there was this moment. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but you. It's early on. You meet this character that that the player character knows, and I really wanted to just go up and 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 Spartan kick him off this cliff. But there was, <laughs> but he was like a major story character, so I didn't do it because there was this this whole dialogue tree to go through. Um, but I was, I just wondered, like, what would happen if I just kicked him off? Um, so yeah, it's, I, I've heard that, um, a lot of the, the story stuff does come back. Like they, they definitely added the, the, the dialogue trees for a reason. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to play it when you're done. Uh, so, uh, let's, let's move on to a small, a uh, little thing that you didn't necessarily know we were going to do because I was going to talk about it, and maybe you have one already um, labeled up, uh, or you'll think of one while I'm talking. 
where we talk about some res- resolutions for the new year. Mm. And uh, mainly because one of mine has to do with gaming. The other one is more personal, but uh, it's it's to lose weight for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, the main one that I have, and it, it really got kicked off today. Uh, so shout out to my friend Cameron and my friend Dustin, who are both helping me a lot. But there's one game in particular that fueled this resolution, so I'm going to talk about it now. And that is to build a gaming PC. Mm. And um, today at work, they were getting rid of old PCs, and some of them actually were ones that Cameron had built for the company, so they had pretty good stuff in them. So I actually am pretty uh, well off. I just need to buy a couple of things, like a better graphics card, and uh something else i can't remember but but not nothing too expensive and i'll be able to run stuff like battlefield 5 and everything mm. so what about I, crisis uh maybe you know it i will have like 16 gigs of ram in the thing yeah i don't know that that's enough though the <laughs> the ram is actually sitting here on my desk um as i'm looking at it but I'm uh, I'm really excited for this, and the game that actually is driving me to do this is Hades. Oh, uh, yeah. Hades is an, in an early release, and it's only on the Epic Games Store, and I really, really want to play that game. And so I know that my Mac won't be able to handle it, slash it probably doesn't run on Mac. Yeah. And so I need a gaming PC. And so... I I'm excited and intrigued on the prospect of building my own sort of console and troubleshooting it and all that stuff and you know and and it, and it helps that I have a good head start on this like the the cases were meant to house high end PCs that's how Cameron was told to build them and build them and stuff so it's I do have a bit of a leg up which is why uh, this will actually happen, but it it will be something that I'll probably document and put on the Suplexistics website because it's it's kind of a neat thing for me. I'm excited, so I will be able to uh, have a gaming PC. I'll still cool. use the Mac for like recording and stuff, but yeah, I'll be able to be a part of the PC master race, I guess. Which uh, Cameron warned me that uh, just means I'll be able to play Minecraft or Fortnite, but prettier. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for me. Besides clearing out my backlog, which I kind of think is everyone, every like video game player's New Year's resolution. There's so many games that come out at once that you've, unless your job is purely to play video games, and even then, you've got to have a solid backlog. Yeah, it's basically inevitable. <laughs> so, do you have any Seth? Uh, not really. I mean, I'd like to finish school, so that's what I'm trying. Hey, to do. that's that's a good one. Yeah, and it it's definitely doable. My third secret one, and it's not secret anymore, but it's a small one, is to play and beat Bloodborne, <laughs> because uh, put Jason it on the Schreier, list. Jason Schreier lost a bet and has to play it. And so it made me think like, man, if he is going to sit down and have the patience to do this, I should do it. Dang it. To play this Lovecraftian. Yeah. Uh, like game. I, I really am, have always been intrigued by the art style of it. So, well, I would recommend doing it with the sound off. <laughs> you, you did play that, right? No, I never, I oh. never played through it. Oh man. I well, started. We, I st- started playing it once at uh, Chris's house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. It was frustrating. Um, <laughs> so, it's only twenty bucks. So, it's not gonna be a bad buy anyway. So, uh, there you go. You know. So we should get into the pitch portion, and then we can go into the news. So. If you want to support us, and we appreciate it if you do, you can share our episodes on any social media. We'll appreciate that. 
um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to use. We are at Suplex to Sticks on all of those, as well as you can share just the page from our website uh, with the newest episode on SuplexToSticks.com. And we update that every week, uh, unless there is an extreme break or something terrible happens and, you know, life things happen. So we we do our best to keep that updated and good for you guys. And with that... Let's go into the news, Seth. Let's do it. All right. So the first thing is a kind of a mere rumor slash hint. Um, it could mean something as small as like a suit, but it could mean a full DLC. But uh, Marvel kind of hinted that there is something fantastic coming to Marvel's Spider-Man, which is the game for PS4, of course. Mm, fantastic. Like Fantastic Mr. Fox? Um, you know, I would almost think that's more likely since the Baxter building isn't even in Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah. Maybe that's so, the update that you're just gonna, you're gonna log in, you're gonna get in the game and all of a sudden there's gonna be this giant skyscraper with the Fantastic Four logo on it. It's, it's some Fortnite level event where the world changes. <laughs> that'd be, I, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd but, be weird, but it would be, uh, it would be cool. And, and they... You know, I'm really hoping, and this is a deep cut a little bit, I'm hoping they add the future Foundation suit for Spider-Man, uh, which is the suit he used when he teamed up with the Fantastic Four after the Human Torch died yeah. in the comics. And yeah, I love you, that suit. You wanted that from the beginning, so maybe you'll finally yeah. get it. Uh, I, I'm I'm interested for anything. The, the thing is, it would be really cool because... Human Torch and Spider-Man have always had kind of a like a buddy dynamic. Uh so it'll be interesting to see if they do a DLC with some story uh with that. Yeah. I'm hoping they do. Maybe not even a full DLC, maybe just like a couple missions. Uh that seems to be what most of the other DLC was anyway. That's so, true. <laughs> um That's true. I mean I I'm excited to play it, but I know that it won't be too much more. Um, but it'll be more suits, which I'm all about, including that, uh, end of the Spider-Verse suit. Yeah. So we, we got to talk about something, Seth, that I'm very excited about. Okay. I messaged you about it today. Right. I messaged multiple people about it today and it's that we are 20 days away from Kingdom Hearts 3. Hard to believe. Three. Yep. Three weeks. Well, minus one day and counting. Yep. Um, so we are 20 days away from Kingdom Hearts 3. We um, have been batting around the idea of doing a Kingdom Hearts episode, talking about like the history yeah. and Kingdom Hearts, stuff like uh, that. Your, uh, a lore episode. So let us know if you want to hear that. Uh, we'll probably be privately working on that a little bit in the background, because uh, we will want to talk about that when we beat Kingdom Hearts 3. And um, they the the Kingdom Hearts Twitter kind of put out something weird today, but I really appreciated it. They released all of the world keyblades from the game, mm-hmm. which you probably you've seen them in the trailers. So it's not like you couldn't pause the trailer and look. Yeah, but these were but some nice high def up close shots of them. Yeah, and they're they're all really neat. Uh, probably my favorite is the tangled one. Um, for obvious, I love Tangled. Yeah, the Tangled so, one's really good. The the my second clo- my second favorite is the parts of the Caribbean Keyblade. So good. I really I uh, really love the Hercules Keyblade, and I really like the um, oh, what is it the? I can picture it in my head. The the Big Hero Six one is cool. Oh uh, yeah, is is this honestly first? They're all really cool looking, except for the Frozen one. Yes, yeah. the frozen <laughs> one is, is kind of ice. disappointing. They could have done a lot, even though I don't like that movie. There's a lot of potential there they could have drawn from, yeah. and they just made it an ice castle, it's just a bunch of ice. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is our first uh, Hercules Keyblade. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I. I mean, Her- Olympus has been a world in in one and two. I don't know that they had a themed. He had a themed Keyblade in them, though. Yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, maybe two, but I don't think one. 
And then this is our first um, for most of them Keyblade. But I think this is our first Winnie the Pooh Keyblade also. Yeah, it could be. Because Winnie the Pooh is just mini games in the other ones. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of neat. Uh, we're, it's It all looks cool. Um, the only one that does look kind of like strange and jarring to my eyeballs is the the Toy Story one. Yeah, just because it's, it's so the two halves are so different looking. Yeah, it's there's there's no cohesion at all, which I have to imagine was on purpose. But the bottom is a Buzz Lightyear box, and the top is a cactus for Woody. Yeah, and it looks cool, but it's just uh, like just two different things matched together. Um, but it's uh it's it's very cool. I I'm very excited for this game. They've been releasing more and more screenshots from it and I can only imagine what's going to be inside this game. Yeah, we're so close. Uh, we're it's still it's, hard to believe, but it's 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 coming soon. Yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it the whole time this podcast existed mm-hmm. nearly. So, it's it's about time. And uh, I'm very excited to talk to you guys about it after we've played it because it's it's going to be neat. And me and Seth are visiting Disney Springs this weekend uh, to, uh, if the line's not too long, we'll play the demo. But we'll at least get to see the Keyblade Museum thing they have there Yeah, and stuff. So that'll be cool. So uh, did you have any news, Seth? I don't want to keep dominating this from you yeah so um i don't know if you saw this but there was a uh there's been some ratings popping up for a borderlands game of the year edition for ps4 and xbox one meaning the original borderlands oh really yeah it's so far it's only it's been in like you know overseas like uh taiwan and korea and stuff um, so it might not even come here, but it's interesting. But that's that's cool. I, I've often talked about how I preferred Borderlands, the original, uh, even though sometimes I, I when I I remember when I went back and played it, may, that opinion maybe didn't hold up as much. But you know, it'd be cool to be able to play that again. Oh yeah, for sure. I it would be really cool to go back. It's so weird to think about Borderlands, man, because you. You go back and you see a lot of groundwork that Destiny kind of built off of. Yeah. With, like, the raids that, that Borderlands had yep. that I never did. And now I do I do have this morbid curiosity that I want to go back and do them. But it would take just so much work to build a character up to do that. Um, especially in the first one. Yeah. But I would... I would definitely go down that road with you if uh, if they release that for sure. We had so much fun playing Borderlands the pre sequel together. Yeah, so. <laughs> and we we've tried to to do the to do Borderlands too. It's just uh, it's hard considering how it's many we, times we played it. Yeah, yeah, and I've definitely played through that game at least two times by myself. Yeah, so it's it's hard to justify doing it that many times. Yeah, so. But man, that's I actually had not seen that news. That's cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Um the, so something happened while we were on our break. Uh literally this full news cycle happened and we we missed out on talking about. It. But the Soldier Boy. Uh, the Soldier Boy Tellum went out and released a Soldier Game system. A bunch of them. A bunch of them. Yeah. So they just look like Game Boy colors and they ran emulators <laughs> and I don't know how he thought he wasn't going to get sued or, you know, get a cease and desist, but boy, did Nintendo sweep in and <laughs> yeah, maybe like two uh, weeks after. And, and now the website redirects to the uh, Nintendo DS page. <laughs> It's pretty so, funny. Uh, within like two to three weeks, he rose to uh, like this weird. Everyone was wanting to buy them, and then you know uh, the the actual companies he was ripping off realized, oh god, this guy's ripping us off. 
and oh, man. they struck him down. <laughs> it's such a weird story. I I can't even begin to comprehend the reasoning behind releasing something like that. But, you know, I, I guess if you think you can get away with it, you think you can get away with it. Uh, yeah. I, I wonder if, if he hadn't made it so blatantly look like a Game Boy, if it would still be available. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, there, I there think... are a lot of devices that you can get that are just like emulator machines. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. So it might have it might have been the the form factor. I mean, it looked exactly like. And it. honestly, There's... though, it's it was kind of cool, just because you know that I think it was it it kind of used the Game Boy Mini um, look, um, and that would that would be it's a good looking console. Uh, there's a reason he used that that profile. I would yeah I, for sure. I would like one. I mean, I I kind of want one more now that it that it's doesn't exist anymore than I did beforehand. <laughs> yeah, because now it's a collector's item. Yeah, <laughs> I um, have to wonder though, like, why? What? What? How is how was this a decision that Soldier Boy of all people makes? I I don't know, man. It's. I mean, he's always talked about loving video games, I guess. I remember back when Soldier Boy came out, there was always videos of people playing with him online. But that's just weird. It's so strange to think I'm going to get into the video game environment by ripping off a form factor yeah. of something everyone loves. It's like if we decided to release... Uh, a clamshell handheld system mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know with the bottom half being a touch screen <laughs> it's it's just not uh, you've got to know you've got to know but i guess he didn't oh Who knows? yeah um i want to talk about um something that is kind of well, since we're on a legal pathway here um not not necessarily legal, but um, illegal. You, this is gonna be we're Ubi- gonna talk about illegal <laughs> stuff right now. No, no, no. Um Ubisoft uh decided that the division two is gonna only be on Uplay and the Epic Games store, which is is a pretty big deal. The so the there are some really weird headlines out there, I do wanna say like that made it a big deal that Ubisoft was skipping Steam, uh, which is a big deal. But Ubisoft also has been really opting to put most of their stuff on the Uplay store anyway. It's really crazy that they are going to the Epic Games store. And I think that's just a sign of the developer-friendly rates on the Epic Games store. And it's going to be interesting to see if more game developers start to shift to the Epic Game Store only instead of Steam Mm -hmm. slowly over time. Yeah, I think it's supposed to eventually come to Steam. Um, But yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of a big deal that it's going to be there. It's going to be on the Epic first. Um, But of course, inevitably, if you, you know that when you buy it on there, it's just going to open up Uplay. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's so... I don't know. This whole thing confuses me. And maybe it's just because I'm older. Or we're older. And... Like, the idea of these digital storefront, storefronts prioritizing, like, only getting certain titles. Mm-hmm. Because it's a... It's a digital storefront, and it's just opening a different program on your computer. So is it that really that big of a hassle to have to open up the Blizznet instead of Steam? It's just or annoying it... um, because I so I I forget what game it was, but there was some some game that I had on my Steam wish list that was being offered for free from some other storefront, and the problem is to get it. Like I had to go and install this other storefront. Um, and you know, it's not a big deal. It's just, it's just annoying. Cause I want, 
I want it all to be in one place. I don't want to have to open up multiple stuff. Like I, so it's like the the fourth game storefront that I have on my computer now. Fair. Okay, I can kind of get that. Yeah. All right, all right. I and maybe I'll know more once I actually have a you know gaming computer and I have to deal with it. Yeah. Maybe I'll feel more strongly about it. Maybe. So. Do you got any other news to break up my constant rambling? Well, um, yeah. So we can, all of you listeners will know about my favorite game that I played last year, uh, Persona 5. And yep, I think we, I don't know, we, we probably talked about it before. But a while back, um, uh, what is it, Atlas? They they put up a bunch of they like registered a bunch of domain names um, that people assumed were going to be uh, Persona Five spinoffs, and some of them ended up being the dancing games. There's a bunch of them that they still didn't know. Uh, by the way, I still have not played Persona Five Dancing. I feel terrible about it. Um, <laughs> and but one of them was this Persona Five R. A lot of people were thinking that it was going to be like the remastered version. Um, because I, I had forgotten about this, but Persona 5 was, like, initially, it it was a PS3 game that was also on PS4 and PS Vita. Um, so it's not like this was a game built from the bottom up for the for a, for a next-gen systems. But Persona, going back, like, I don't know if 2, but Persona 3 and 4, they all had, um, like, definitive edition games that came out with with new content and so people were expecting this to happen um and then this announcement i don't remember how they announced it but they oh yeah it was at actually i don't remember how how they got announced it but um atlas they they posted this this video i don't even know what it is it's just it's like a teaser um for per persona 5r that says to come back in march of 2019 to have um and and there will be new information um it was tacked on to the the end of the 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 latest episode of the persona 5 animation when it came out in december um a lot of people were hoping it was going to be the full-fledged announcement for it um but no it's a it's an announcement of a teaser trailer so hopefully we'll know more in march um, there was no, there was no talk of, of it being on Switch, but I, I still think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, that's, that's that. All right. I, I really think, and I mean, I really mean this if, if it is not announced for the Switch in the January Direct, which we're going to talk about later as, as a possibility in our guesses then I'm going to have to borrow it from you on PS4. Yeah. (laughs) um, I mean, there's a lot of people that have been saying, you know, don't be downtrodden. It's going to come out on Switch, but I don't know. Now I'm kind of, you know, I'm downtrodden. I don't know. I think think it's inevitable. Um, Because if you look like like the trailer that they had, it did did say PlayStation at the beginning of it. but if you go to the website, like there's no mention of what what consoles is going to be on. Um, I'm sure that like Nintendo would want to save that announcement for themselves. I could imagine that in in March, that seems like it would be it would align with maybe around the time when Joker would come out in Smash. So I could see that those two coming out in in um in tandem, or maybe they'll just I I hesitate to say that they will say something about it in the January direct uh, whenever that happens, but that, even that's possible. I I think I just don't I don't think um, that they would have put Joker in Smash if if not as a um, as an advertisement op- a, a promotion opportunity. Uh, right. I, I think it's going to be on there. I hope so. And I mean, I hope you're right. If that if they if that game could run on the PS Vita, it can 100% run on Switch. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so we talk about the 
GDQ every, what is it, every six months, Seth? Yeah. They do it. Um, there was, I don't want to do too much talking about this because it's weird to talk about someone else's thing, but um, go to GDQ, their website, um, or their YouTube, and watch the Hollow Knight speedrun that happened. This dude beat the game, the full game, by the way. Um, I didn't even beat the full game yet because it's very difficult. Yeah, the um, secret boss. He did everything in less than 90 minutes. Well, he didn't do everything. He just got to the end of the game. Well, yeah, but he did the secret boss and stuff. Yeah, but it, so, it wasn't like 100% of the game completed. He did, okay. he, he did enough to get to the to the actual secret boss and finish it. But still, well, it was as, really impressive. As someone that took his time <laughs> to... Yeah. Only get like eighty five percent of the game, <laughs> and not do the secret boss. Uh, holy crap! Like, yeah, that's he beat the the secret the final boss and the secret boss with only five health containers. Which uh, once again I reiterate, holy crap, because it's very difficult, very very difficult, <laughs> and very impressive. So I I mean hats off to that guy. I I need to sit down and watch the full run. I only did like a brief like clip throughs of it, and uh, man, that uh, that game is so good, Seth. Yeah, you you need to play it one one of these just days. like I always say. But it um, oh, it's very impressive. Go yeah. go watch that on YouTube. And there's always there's always tons of whatever whatever your favorite game is. They've probably done it at GDQ, which stands for Games Done Quick. Um, they they do it yeah, like GDQ's it's a, like a week long marathon where they get a bunch of people and do speed runs, and they raise money for charity. It's really cool. While we're recording this, I actually have, um, I'm I'm watching a, they they have three teams doing a, a a speed run race through all of Mega Man X one two and three. What? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had two monitors so I could have that happen. Um, we have one monitor. Yeah, you got but a phone. I have the notes up. Yeah. But so, yeah. Uh, with that, we are going to move on to uh, the Nintendo portion of the news because I know that some people are tired of hearing about us rant and rave about Nintendo. So, if you don't care about Nintendo news, um, you can tune out. But we're going to... There's been a lot of talk about a January Nintendo Direct coming as soon as uh, next week, actually. Yeah, um, well, a lot of people thought it was going to come out on the 10th, which is when this episode will come out. But that seems right. unlikely at this point. Yeah, of course. Um, unless it's shadow dropped, which apparently the last January Direct was shadow dropped. Yeah. So... Uh, we could look like fools, but we're still going to talk about it, and I want to talk about some of the guesses, but let's talk about some of the stuff we know for sure. Um, they probably will talk about a Humble Store deal, where because they, they are now, uh, the Humble Store sells Switch and 3DS games on the Humble Store, which if you don't know what that is, they do like uh, charity sales and stuff like that. And so that's kind of cool. No, I, I don't. I don't know necessarily that that will be part of it. Like, so there, that came out. Uh, I think it was last week that was news. There was a couple. There was some other stuff that Nintendo announced today, and something um, in tandem with someone else that they they announced today. And I, I don't necessarily know that. I don't necessarily think that that stuff will be in the direct. But um, uh, tell us, tell us. We'll we'll tell you the stuff that got announced today. So, um, the stuff that got announced today was they tweeted out a trailer for Travis Strikes Again, which is coming out in like eight days, uh, if you care about that game. It looks very cool, and uh, I'm definitely not telling you I don't care about it, but it's just a strange-looking game. <laughs> and I'll, I'm going to get it. I don't know if I'll like it, but I'm definitely going to buy it. <laughs> um, yeah. If anything, so... just for a new actual No More Heroes. Yeah, um, which apparently is happening, so, you know, we'll see. Um, 
Let's see. They also did they they tweeted out a trailer for Dragon's Dogma, which is getting a release on April twenty third, which is kind of cool. Yep. And they also tweeted out, and this was the weirdest one, man. This is what made me think that we're definitely getting a shadow dropped direct, or we're we have to be getting one next week. They announced the release date for Yoshi's Crafted World on Twitter. Yeah, it was a full release trailer. It was kind of for March 29th. Crazy, and I don't know. No, um, the other I don't know. I must have blanked. I don't know that you said this, but they also revealed that they that um, Zelda 2 and Blaster Master are coming to the Nintendo the NES online. Oh uh, yes. Um, so this trailer, it, it's it was so weird because this was like one of the only one of the few like games that we knew for certain was going to be coming out this year uh, we just didn't know when but we knew it was this year uh there's there's like a couple others like animal crossing and uh whatever that other thing was um i can't remember the name but that we know are coming out this year luigi's mansion that was it so it's it was great i think it's so weird that they would announce this because this, this would usually like usually they use the january direct to set up like the first half of the year um, so the idea that they, they are throwing this out now makes me think that it might not even be in the direct and we could be getting a, all brand new stuff, which would be crazy. Yeah, It would be, it would be awesome. Um, I, I'm really in, intrigued to see what is announced at a new direct. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping. I really thought Killer Queen Black was coming this year. I thought they said it was, but I could be wrong. That was the big game from E3 that stood out to me. Yep. Um, Hopefully that'll come around sometime. Hopefully, maybe we'll even see something from. Uh, I can only hope from Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, that too. Um, maybe whatever Retro Studios is working on. Yeah. Maybe they'll finally announce that. Star Fox. Star Fox Racing. Yeah. Really, this this year is going to be... The only two games we know for sure from Nintendo that are coming at... Well, three, like you said, are Luigi's Mansion, Yoshi, and we have Mario coming out this weekend. Right. The Mario Deluxe. Yeah. Um, and and there are... There are you've got Bayonetta 3 and the new metroid game which may come out this year no one really knows anything about those yeah oh, man i i don't know what what do you think could be announced at this direct i don't know it's hard hard to uh just because it really anything anything could be could be out there like i could i could see a new pikmin game happening um I okay. guess for there's for a long time been rumors that there's like a nearly completed Pikmin game just like waiting in in the wings for some reason. I don't know that I believe that, but I could I could see it um coming out just out of nowhere. Um I'm trying to th- I'm I'm trying to think like what big franchises they would be saying oh another one fire emblem is one that we also know is coming out this year i knew there was something else oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah you're oh right. yeah and demon x machina is the that those the one they they announced at uh e3 last year um so, and i'm sure that we'll see some of those games that we know about but like usually this i i can't imagine all those are coming out in the first half of the year um so I don't know. It's hard to to think what 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 it could be. Maybe we'll get a uh, golden sun out of nowhere. So if all those come out, just think about that. All those come out the first half of the year. What the heck is going to be in the second half? Yeah, it's and it's it's sad. It's crazy. Not sad. Um, because if you think about it, a lot of people complained about last year for Nintendo and that it was too backloaded. Um, and I think maybe they need to spread out some of these releases for this year. 
because Pokemon and Smash coming out at the end of last year. Oh yeah, and we've we've got Pokemon coming out this year too. Like, oh my gosh, see, you're right. It's crazy because we keep you know we keep like thinking of of these games that are coming out, and but at the same time, there's probably going to be brand new announcements that are going to come out out of this direct. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the January direct always sets the tone for uh, for the for the whole year, of course. So I'm I'm hoping you know my dark horse hope, Seth, is that we get a new Mario soccer game. That's what I want. That would actually be cool. Uh, so last uh, over the weekend, I went out, went out to my friend Josh's house and we we actually played Mario Strikers Charged on the Wii for a little bit. Um, I w- that game is so good. Yeah, I would. That would be that would be really fun to get a new one. I think we're bound to get some Mario sports game this year. Be it that yeah, we need it. Mario Golf maybe. Um Excuse me. You know, I I I did have my I I I kind of had my golf game uh craving sated by Golf Story. Yeah. Even though it came out so long ago. And uh, um, honestly, it would be hard for uh for Mario Golf to to reach that that level of greatness. But uh, but I would not be mad at a Mario. Uh, no, no. I forgot what the sluggers. Yes, Mario sluggers. <laughs> uh, a new one of those. Yeah. I would be, would be uh, all in for. So, or even they have never tried their hand at a Mario football game. That's true. And uh, I I would love to. Man, that would be really cool. Actually, um, have like Goombas be the linemen and stuff. Oh, that'd be really what if, neat, actually. What if the, the long-awaited revival of NCAA football comes as a Mario game? <laughs> oh, oh, people would be mad about that. Um, <laughs> I just had this ridiculous idea of one of the, uh, I forgot the name of them, but the Caterpillars as linemen. <laughs> <laughs> Wigglers? Yeah, the Wiggler. Yeah, they they would you, work. Um, that would be the D-line. Um, yeah. And I mean, Mario... Already have those actual football, whatever they are. The uh, oh yeah, yeah in, the, in, God, in Super Mario, or uh, Super yeah. Mario World, there were the football guys that threw footballs at you, and they wore football I helmets. Their name, but for sure. So there's there's a lot of rumors out there. Um, maybe this is wishful thinking. I was talking to uh our mutual friend Zach. G earlier this week um, uh, and he was lamenting to me that Kingdom Hearts 3 is not coming to Switch which I don't think that's coming to Switch um, but I do think that we might see uh, 1.5 and 2.5 come to Switch Yeah, um, at, you know as kind of a consolation maybe and I hope that privately not so I can buy those games for a, what is the fifth time but so that I can have them on the go, so I can have more incentive to play them again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. I I could see I could see Kingdom Hearts coming to Switch eventually. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, maybe not in the short term, but maybe like you know, it it gets a port a few months after. Yeah, I mean they've been working on it for so long. You got to imagine it probably could have run on the Xbox three hundred and sixty and PS three. So, who knows though? Yeah, who knows? <sighs> but with that, um, I mean, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in 2019. Um, we're probably gonna, you know, do more giveaways, and I've been looking at uh, the possibility of like shirts and stuff because the stickers um, really gave me a craving to have more product out there with our great logo on mm-hmm. it. To be honest, so. Um, look out for that. There will be some announcements for that. If you are interested in any of that stuff, let us know, and that'll be more incentive for us to get that product created, uh, especially if there's interest. So um, with that, we are um, thankful that you listened to us on our first episode of 2019, and don't touch that dial because we're going to be here all year, baby. Yep. So don't worry. Uh, With that, uh, 
Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.